On the 127th episode of Fantasy Lens, we're back from a two-month hiatus and we're finally talking some fantasy football with our first-round mock drafts and much more. Let's start the show! Welcome to Fantasy Lens. Hockey's over. Football's over, baseball, I mean, basketball's over. Messed that one up. All right, record, stop. Wait, no, just keep it going. Um, <laughs> I was going to stop it. No, just keep it going. All right. Welcome to Fantasy Lens. <laughs> Hockey is over, basketball's over. Uh, basketball's done like that, like, two-day period where there's no drama going on currently. And, basketball uh, never ends. Yeah, that's true. Baseball's going on, and football's true. coming up. Baseball, baseball is in a dull drums right now. Who really cares? Um, oh God, what was that? Sorry, I was just moving the mic. <sighs> Jesus Christ! Um, but yeah, so f- football, we're back for a little bit with uh, some, I don't know, some bullshit. Raiders are on ha- hard knocks. That might be uh, actually the most interesting one since the Jets. I think. Well, we're coming off uh, pretty long hiatus, right? Oh, the Browns one was pretty good. Yeah. So we were on like a. Like almost a two month hiatus. Basically, the last thing was Avengers Endgame mm-hmm. we talked about. So we're finally back with football. I mean, look, it's still too early to do, you know, real rankings. I know yeah, we're gonna try anyways. No, we'll do like a top, like a top twelve of like the first round, like where you think you'd be drafted. But like, I mean, like doing like pure position rankings, like it's just way too early right now. I kind of did wide receiver tiers just because I was like looking at. The wide receivers, and it's kind of interesting. All right. That's not bad. Um, I, I got to tell you, though, looking at this, my um, my I don't care who I get list is 15 deep, <laughs> possibly 16. So that means I'd really like a ninth or lower pick. I could uh... – yeah, okay. So yeah, you get like a, I, I, I do can this see every year where I say, these are the guys where I, um, wouldn't mind. These are the guys I wouldn't mind having my first round pick go to. It's usually like about eight deep. This year I've, I've marked 15, maybe 16. Yeah. So you know, you're right. You know, well, obviously things can change. I honestly, yeah. Even if you get a 12 pick and based on who I have 12, Wrapping around, I feel I would feel comfortable getting mm. the other position mm. in the second round. Well, what was it last year? It was eight? I think eight was the sweet spot. I think and six it, was the sweet spot. Was it six? Or was he? Yeah, I, th- I think it was eight because I'm, I'm pretty sure I picked eight in all our drafts and I yeah. won two of my leagues. Well, well last year there was an upper upper tier um, <laughs> that we had that was like eight deep or like six deep, and then we were like, ah, but we like these guys too. I think the upper upper tier this year is like, I think I think I have a pretty solid top three, and then I don't know. Um, yeah, I, w- I would even say maybe four. I would say maybe four, and then and then I don't know. And by I don't know, I mean like there are great players to be had, but it's like a, a jumble. Oh yeah, there's so many guys that drop you know? dropping way down. So like it's gonna it's gonna move a lot. Thing it's you know. What is football doing right now? You know, yeah, like, nothing. Well, nothing. you want to do? You want to start off with the uh, with the big meat of the <laughs> podcast? Start off. We were thinking uh, before this. Let's give the viewers our pre preseason pre uh, post OTAs. 
post OTAs, pre mid middle mid mini camp. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what first are we doing? Round, <laughs> draft ranking. Yeah. Just, just based, based on how the guys as the top dogs right now. Based on how they look in shorts. Oh well, now I have to redo my whole top. Exactly. Yeah, oh, that's a little. That's tough, I mean, bro. all right. I mean, and my number one guy that looks good in shorts, Saquon Barkley, obviously. Really. Say quads. In shorts? Best in shorts. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Shorts, like, there's not one pair of shorts that ever fit him because his quads are so... I was say, like, I think, I think Mahomes looks probably really good in shorts. Nah, he's got skinny calves. Yeah, uh, come on, man. Mahomes in yeah, shorts? Yeah, Mahomes in shorts. You don't need thick calves. Well, you're just saying that because you got, like, little, little pretzel sticks <laughs> yeah, that you I walk around on. I have nice, shapely legs. <laughs> nice, shapely legs. I can legs. see McCaffrey in a pair of chubbies. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. Killing it. Probably Kamara's probably, I guess, the other good one if we're right. talking, if we're going like that. Alright, alright. Yeah, I mean, right. Beckham has amazing skins. <laughs> <laughs> but Beckham's like literally covered head to toe in the tattoos, so kind of. Nice. Some people like that. I sort of like that. Um, alright, so let's do it. Uh, let's do it. Let's do a top right. 12. Um, Round one. Yeah, like. Alright, should we just do 666 and then 666? That's too many sixes. We could do that. that we could there? do that. Or we can draft it ourselves, meaning we each get four players. Oh boy! And then then we go back around and say how we had it. Uh, just an idea. Just an idea. That might be like kind of do like a Mount Rushmore of. I wish you. Uh, I'm I so. Would... I don't know. I don't know if I. Can. I wish right. that just came. Uh, yeah, I know. I wish this came in my head. Um, like two hours. More ago. time ago than about thirty <laughs> seconds. All right. Well, all right. We can do that then. Actually. Um... Who goes first? Who's first pick? How do we do this? Uh, I don't know. Do you want to do rock paper scissors? Like just like in the, in the camera? Yeah. All right. Can you can you see us? Can you see All us? All right. I see you. Right. Is it wait, do, wait? Do you guys do rock paper scissors shoot or rock paper scissors and then you shoot? Shoot. No, on shoot. Rock, on paper, shoot. scissors shoot. Okay. Yeah. On shoot. You go. All right. Ready? Rock, rock paper, paper scissors, scissors shoot. shoot. All right. Lift your hands up. I can't see. Uh, oh. All right. So Brian has first pick. All right. He, yeah. He All, All right. right. So ready? Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Damn it. Alright. Wait, wait, Do you do duck? No, like this. What, like who, this. Does, who does this? Like you're trying to do that thumb trick? No, this is where I put my thumb. <laughs> alright, so I guess, alright, so Brian first. Weird thumb. Alright, <laughs> I'm gonna go, first there. pick, I'm gonna go Saquon Barkley. Saquon Barkley. Hold on. Let me, let me now, were you guys, was this unanimous? Yes. Would you guys yeah. have picked Saquon? Yep, Saquon was my number one. I just think he's the, um, I think he's the easiest, uh, choice. If you're trying to get 20 points a game, and we're doing, of course, uh, half PPR um, based on how we play. Um, yeah, yeah. Ba- based on his eight little dump offs a game from Eli, a uh, uh, touchdown a game, and one of those 60 yard runs. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yep. Just easiest. He has the easiest uh, opportunity to get to 20 every single game. Is Eli becoming the new king of dumpers? I mean, I think he's been. Oh yeah. I mean, we lost our king of dumpers to the Joe Theismann. Mm-hmm. Uh, ah, unfortunately. I know. So I honestly don't think Eli's making it past five games. Uh, we all hope so. I think all of us on this podcast all hope so. But uh, yeah, no, I, I think we're. Yeah, all but then Daniel Jones to look forward to. I think, yeah. Oh god. You know, at least he's unknown, man. At least he's unknown. Uh, I've, I've come to accept at least he's unknown. Also, <laughs> speaking of looking good in shorts, Daniel Jones, he he plays well in shorts against other guys in shorts that can't touch him. Yeah, no, that's always a good sign when you uh, play well against guys that can't touch you. I'm just saying, like, like out of like all the Giants reporters, like, wow, Daniel Jones with another amazing day. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, I know. Can't listen to anything. Yeah, not until preseason. They're on the uh, the Jones bandwagon. And I, even preseason is hard to tell. At least the, preseason, the, you're playing against people. The Dan Wagon. I, I still, guess. I still still like the supercut of him just throwing dump offs hmm? and saying he was so good. Like it was like, oh yeah, look at this and five yard passes. It's um, just a supercut, Jones. <laughs> I like the Dan Wagon. <laughs> All right, Anthony. So, this is tough, actually. Mm-hmm. The two and three are really close for me. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but I think because Ingram is, Ingram is gone, I'm going Kamara. Woo. Yeah. Okay. I, I, see I had a hard time uh, between two and three as well. And I'm and assuming I, I've had, I had Kamar slotted in my second as well. And I'm assuming the third is where same on that then. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Christian McCaffrey. Yep. yep. That's it. All right. So it looks like the Pod Boys had yeah. their top three in order. John, did you have McCaffrey or Kamar? I, I did not have Kamara too. Ooh. Oh, okay. I, I played a little around with them. Um, McCaffrey probably looks better in shorts. Sorry. I know, you know, I don't yeah. want to take anything away from no, Kamara. But I was told McCaffrey put on about 15 pounds of muscle. Which is yeah. definitely worth it for what he needs to be doing, uh, in that offense. Uh, John, though, I just think he, he just hates the Saints. And why would o- I hate the Saints? He I, always, I, I, he always puts the players down. I wrote Kamara to a championship he, last he, year. You are, you are a notorious New Orleans Saints hater. You're Saints always, hater. you're always putting the players down. Saints oh. hater. So, uh, uh, so. Uh, 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 I don't know if I want. Oh, yeah, the wraparound. I forgot about this. Wait, what did you think you were getting next pick? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's been too long. <laughs> I'm just going with, uh, based on uh, the first half of the season and what the other running backs in his group have been doing and leaving him wide open and what he did last year. I'm going Nick Chubb as my second. Oh, as my wow. Second that is guy. a reach. Oof, Jeez, I don't know about that. I do not have him on my first and a half. Yeah, yeah. My... reach. Okay. Right. Well, I was just saying. They can't not, I mean, I, li- I like it. I like it. I think I like uh, you, Duke uh, Johnson's unhappy. He's going to want to get out. Like He's already said, I want to get out. And then who knows what's going to happen with uh, the the other guy? Kareem Hunt. Kareem Hunt. Hunt. Yeah. Games in. I just yeah, I, I like where your head's at though. Take a risk. I wouldn't mind be a high powered offense, so a lot of touchdowns. I would not mind him honestly. If back end of the first round, yeah. if you draft like a Michael Thomas or an Odell Beckham, getting Nick Chubb mm. as your number one is not a bad deal. You know, running back? No, not at all. I think there's just going to be a lot of touchdowns to be had. Oh yeah, yeah. absolutely in the offense. All right, so it, Anthony. I mean, you know what? Look, I had him four, hmm. and I oh, I'm really intrigued. It's such an intriguing spot to grab him. I think I'm gonna Just hold up. No, I'm thinking I'm gonna hold up. Right, I think right. I'll, I'll get him on the wrap because obviously it's so, it's so short. Hmm. I'm still gonna go with Ezekiel Elliott. Ah, yeah. All right, I had him slot in my four too. That was between Zeke and Chubb. Um, Zeke Chubb. Zeke, I mean, Zeke is Zeke is a little Chubb for me, honest. Yeah, I, I think probably the most reliable after the top three, right? You would just like, all right, he's going to have a good season. Yeah. I don't think he excites me as much as the top three, but it's like, and there's some people that excite me more below him. Yeah, but I just know that I'm probably going to get a good season. It's exactly why I went him over the other player I was thinking. Okay, and hopefully the other player you're thinking was James Connor. Oh, it was not, but 
I have who him is right there. slotted in yeah. my number five. So if I was doing this draft as a real draft, I probably wouldn't pick Connor because I'd pick for I'd probably pick a wide receiver here. But I'm gonna stick to my rankings, and James Connor's in my number five ranking. Um, look. Pittsburgh has had the best offensive line. Some people say the Cowboys. I say you're stupid. Pittsburgh has had the best offensive line in football for the last six, seven years. Um, no more threat of Bell. He was a monster last year. Wore down a little bit at the end, but you know he's coming into camp now knowing that he's gonna be the bell cow. And uh, just like the Chiefs always have a top running back, the Steelers always have a top running back. So I am very cool with having Connor. The only thing is, there was talk of like the Steelers doing like a bit more of a split backfield, but I think that's just like, the, like, like it wasn't like I don't know, like I don't know how serious it was. I don't. Even if so, he'll be on the goal line and he'll get a lot of catches. Like it's it's still their offense. I'm 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 okay. I'm okay with it if that uh, tight end running back gets some carries. Yeah, and... Most offenses are like this now. Connor will still end up anywhere between like 11 and 13 touchdowns. Like, rushing touchdowns, I think. Like, Fair. Yeah, so. I'm picking him for the for the TDs. Um, and I think he's going to improve his pass catching, because he wasn't bad last year. Um, and I think he's going to get better. We all know Steelers are gurus at teaching people how to catch balls. Gurus. Alright, so this one... Where I almost, well, Brian gets a wraparound. Whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, rap, I'm sorry. Yeah, look. Again, it's been a while. Right? About that. It's been a while. Super, he forgot too. About this. He forgot right. too. This is my, uh, super reach. Uh, I don't no, even... it's not, it's not even a reach. Yeah. I don't think it's a reach. You know, I've rated this guy too high two years in a row. Um, cause I obviously love him. But. This is it. I, he has a good quarterback for the first time I ever. I, I'm... I, Odell Beckham Jr., I think he has a chance oh, wow. finishing possibly first wide receiver off the board i think he has a chance finishing top three overall in fantasy this is the first time he has a good quarterback um in his career we've seen what he did without a good quarterback um throughout his career if you look at all the wide receivers in the nfl he has the worst accurate balls thrown to percentage of every receiver in the nfl give him a good quarterback let him work. As long as he stays healthy, he's my number one wide receiver. That's right. I mean, with, I mean, they don't really have anyone on the outside to contend with him. Landry's all over the middle. Najoku is, is all over the middle. Duke Johnson, if he goes into a slot, is all over the middle pretty much. <laughs> Everyone's just all over the middle. Well, I'm just saying, like, but Beckham, <laughs> like, he is. I want to see like the lines. I want to see like the, the patterns that get well, run. Yeah. I mean, the, the only thing is, I, I just want to see him get a deep ball thrown to him. He spent his whole career not getting deep balls thrown yeah. to him. And you, know, you know how many times I've watched him wide open streaking down the sideline, and Eli doesn't throw it because he just doesn't have the arm I, to do it. I and bet he knows you. It. I bet you Jarvis Landry could throw a better deep ball to Beckham. Beckham could Eli throw a better ball, well, deep ball to himself. We know that as well. Um, so yeah, I, and I have no problem doing this, and I will do this throughout all my drafts as long as he comes into the season healthy. I will be picking him as my top wide receiver, and maybe it burns me three years in a row, but I don't think so. I think to... Eli's burned me the last two years. <laughs> <right there. laughs> um, I'm actually glad you went ODB because the guy I was almost going with with Elliot, 
Hmm. I ended up not. Again, I think now has a quarterback to compliment him, and that is David Johnson. Mm. Ooh, like this it. guy like is going to go off this year. He has a quarterback that can make plays, open the field, and get him the ball in space. It's going to be a dynamic ass offense. Like this thing is going to move. Larry Fitzgerald actually, he I think, I mean, ah, just it, this offense is going to be ridiculous. I, I really I think, think so. I think switch the coach switch is going to be good for him too because yep. as you saw with his run charts last year, everything was up the middle. He had the most up the middle carries of any running back in the NFL. That's stupid. That's idiotic. There's no reason why the that rest is not of the his NFL style. is moving towards Mm-mm. running the ball to the outside and you have one of the most dynamic running backs and you just ignore it. So, uh, yeah, I like it. It bounced back for I, him for sure. Yeah, this is, he, he's going to be that guy like you had. Um, when people were worried about him after the first, like, sort of half breakout season he had, and people were still sort of worried about him drafting him high, like, that, and they ended up getting him in, like, the low first round, mm-hmm. he's gonna pay dividends big time mm-hmm. this year for someone who gets him in, like, the seven to eight range, I think. So, I love David Johnson. Alright, um, I mean, are we, like, picking a team, or are we just picking, like, no, I'm just picking the top players. Yeah. Like, no, I'm not... Well, it's, it's kind of your team, you know, the first, uh, three, first... Yeah, like, you know, I mean, if you want to pick, a, yeah. if you want to pick, like, a Mahomes, go for it, but, like... Uh, uh, no, I, I mean, I think Mahomes is, he's gonna regress, just because he's not gonna throw 50 touchdowns again. No, he's not. Um... Quarterback. Second, second time in Drew Brees' career, he got fucked for MVP. Well, he didn't get fucked, because he was not... He was not the MVP. Player. He also can't throw a deep ball anymore. 70-something per- fucking completion percentage, whatever. That's uh, fine. Mahomes is better. Yeah. Um, Fuck Mahomes. All right. I'm going to go I'm gonna go with a pair of wide receivers then for my three and four. Uh, I'm going to go uh, with two of the most reliable guys, DeAndre Hopkins and Michael Thomas. Nice. Where uh, um, Wolf, Fuller, Wolf Fuller is going to come back, and with Fuller and Hopkins both on the field, uh, Watson's awesome. And that offense just is so much better. And hopefully they won't have to rely on Lamar Miller anymore as much because that just slows down the whole offense. Um, and then Michael Thomas, again, um, like he's getting a new contract. They're putting all the, the faith in him. He has the best hands in the game. So, yeah. And just Drew Brees can't throw deep balls anymore. So it's just going to be Michael Thomas over the middle getting getting a bunch of catches. He is just outside my top 12. And I feel bad about it. You should. As well, you should. <laughs> yeah, I mean, honestly, my like just missed the list or like honorable mentions was like eight long, just because I felt so bad leaving so people off. Yeah, I got a couple of players like that are outside of the top twelve, but I think are players that are going to like again like pay dividends later in the round, like yeah. later in the second round. But um, so all right, so you picked your four. I was yeah. gonna go another running back, but since I guess we're trying to. Yeah, switch up a little bit. Uh, I'm gonna go uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, not the. I don't think he's the like. He is a top tier wide receiver based on volume, based on looks in the in the uh, the red zone, based on the fact that he has Aaron Rodgers. He Finished is going, number two last year. So right? yeah, after Tyreek Hill, he is. But do I do I think he is a better wide receiver than Michael Thomas or DeAndre Hopkins? No, I don't think he is. But he's. 
gets the volume, he gets the catches, he gets the quarterback, he gets the red zone look. He he gets everything basically. Mm-hmm. So the touchdowns. He's gonna get you eighteen points a game pretty yeah, much. Yeah, so he's pretty solid and if John didn't take Thomas or Hopkins, that would have been my next pick, one of those two yeah. players. So that's it. Round it out. Three running backs and a wide receiver. Wow, I have a lot left in my top twelve. Um kinda wanna go a wide receiver, but that's not true to form here. So uh I'll just go with who was the next person left on my board and that's Melvin Gordon. I was gonna say it had to be Melvin Gordon. That's the one yeah. If I went the next if I went four running backs it would have been Melvin Gordon. Um, so I did three and one as well. Uh, Melvin Gordon, we have been down on him for years. He proved himself last Specifically, year. Specifically, you have been down, down on him. No, 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 no. We, I, I have fucking ripped Melvin Gordon too many times. Like, we, the hate definitely, we went too far well, with it. Well, to be fair to us, he was a touchdown guy and he wasn't a good runner. He was a low yards per carry. He's still a touchdown guy and not a good runner, but he he added a section to his game we didn't think he'd add, and that is a very dynamic pass catcher. Yes. So he's still not a very good runner. I still don't think he's a good runner. He still can't get above four yards of carry most times, um, but he now adds pass catching. And last year, you remember those games? Every, every game of the season, Melvin Gordon would come into the fourth quarter with like three points, and he would just – Philip Rivers would move the ball in the fourth quarter and throw it to him seven times. Yeah. And he, he'd infuriate you if you were playing against him because he'd rack up 15 points in the last, like, two drives because they just threw it to him every single time. Yeah, you, you love you love the we, stat line. It was like... The ultimate garbage time player. Well, yeah. Also because it was, he was always on the West Coast, so he'd always be part of a, a nice late comeback. But it was, a, it was a stat line of 40 yards on the ground, 120, like, receiving. And it's like... 40, 40 yards on the ground with 15 attempts. You're yeah. Like, fuck. Or he's a classic, like, no, I 50, thought actually. He's a classic, like, 50 yards running, 50 yards receiving, and a touchdown for each. <laughs> Which, fuck, man. I mean, that, yes, that, that, you can't ask much better than that. I thought this past year he actually had. No, I know. He definitely did better in the yards. Uh, uh, he had, like, four and a half yards. Do better, he did, but way... he still wasn't one of the top guys in yards per carry. I mean, when he went down, Austin Eckler was a beast too. He had five point one <laughs> average yards per carry. Really, five point one. Well, good for him. I'm shocked. I by did that not think that. it was that high. I mean, that was by far his by a yard by over uh, had to be over a yard by one point two yards. His highest average. I was gonna say. Well, he brought his average up to four yards a carry. Yeah. So, so that's how bad it was before this season. Yeah. Wow. I still feel like that's good. I would like to go game by game and see how, like, the you know, like a, you know, like a ten carry, hundred yard game, mm. and then like a fifteen yard, a fifteen carry, like fifty yard well, game. All right. Make a little, make a little plot graph. Yeah, I don't have time for that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but still, no, we we are we are way too down on Melvin Gordon, and he just produces and gets touchdowns. So. He's like, uh, he's like one of those guys like Devontae Adams, where it's just like. I, I like sometimes like, I mean I don't think I've had Devontae Adams on my team the past couple of years, but it's like where someone picks me like, uh, eh, this is maybe a little bit, a little bit of a reach at that spot, but then later in the year you're like, oh shit, yeah, she outperformed. 
Yeah, he's at he's near the top of his so, class. Cause uh, it's just you're not you're never watching the um, Chargers and being like, "Damn, Melvin Gordon just broke off a seventy yarder, and yeah. now he has thirty points in the first half." <laughs> it's always like Melvin Gordon just methodically putting up eight points a quarter. Yeah, yeah, getting touchdown late uh, or two touchdowns late. What three touchdowns yeah. late? <laughs> all right. Um, you want right. to right, so, go through the round one, all of them, or you just want to do like some guys say, that were higher or lower than? Well, are, are there any in your top twelve that we didn't pick? Um, yes, I got a couple. Yes. Um, I have two. I have Joe Mixon and I have Le'Veon Bell. Actually, Ooh, okay. Mixon. Yeah, Mixon actually, was not on my round one or my honorable. Mentions. I actually like Mixon and. Again, another player. I, mean, I, I do was, really like Mason, I was but he's down not on, on mentions either. I like them, and I like what I saw from him in the receiving game. And yeah, it's not the best offense, but they still have two solid wide receivers in Boyd and uh, Green. Can I, but they also lost their offensive line coach that turned around their whole I'm, offensive I'm, line, and now he's on the Jets. I'm I mean, just, not to brag or anything, uh, but I'm just saying, like, he, he might not get as good. You're a Jets fan. You're not allowed to brag at all. Um, so I'm pretty sure I said not to brag. So I wasn't bragging. Yeah. That's the point of you saying that. Um, I like Mixon. I like him in the receiving game. And again, all these running backs we talk about are pretty damn good receivers mm. nowadays. I mean, you have to be a pretty much pretty much be a dual threat if you yeah. want to be in this league as a as a starting running back. Um, and Mixon fits that mold. And Le'Veon Bell with a year off, uh, I like him coming in and just basically fucking. Putting to bed the you know the rumors that like maybe like okay. he doesn't have it anymore or just you know what he did was wrong with the Steelers. The like, other I thing is, see I, him put it together. the other thing about that is I know they said that him and Adam Gase squashed their beef um, and they buried the hatchet about what Gase said, was saying like that they paid too much for him in free agency, which I mean yeah they probably did, but uh, Gase never used uh, Kenyon Drake as the bell cow back down in Miami. He always liked to split it up between Drake and, I don't know, whoever else they had on the scrap heap. They're not going to split it up. I mean, they have Bilal Powell, they just resigned to, is a, you know, a all-around back. Um, they have Trenton Cannon, Elijah McGuire, they're both backs that have been util- that were utilized a lot last they're, year. They're all garbage compared to Bell. Compared I mean, to, compared I mean, to yeah, Bell, they're garbage. That's right. I'm just saying... Uh, the only thing I'm worried about is him testing a new line for the first time in his career. Yeah, a non-Steelers uh, line going to the Jets here. And Darnold making the leap that everybody says he's going to. I mean, I believe in Darnold. I hope he makes the leap. I'm actually rooting for I like Darnold. Um, but, you know, like, we've heard this this uh, tale before of this guy that looks amazing in camp. And he's, like, going to make this second-year leap and... Be so good. So I just want to, I, I want to see it first before I put Bell in my, he's right outside my, yeah. my top 12. Um, I still would like to have him and I, and I hope everything goes right. Yeah. I mean, I, I agree with you on the, the whole like false hope on the second year thing. Um, I would be thinking that, but Darnold had like the best like last five games of almost any quarterback in the league. And I think Bell, Bell would be like the perfect, if you can get him as your RB two with like your third pick on like the in the early third round, 
Not going to last that long. You don't think he's going to last to no. early third round? Oh, like he... I don't let him go to the third no. round. I'll pick or him up late, late second. second. Uh, I was saying, like, you, I was going to ask if, like, you had, like, the 12th pick, and let's say, like, you ended up with a wide receiver, like Hopkins, blah, 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 Julio, yeah. Michael Thomas, first round. Are you drafting? You, would you take Bell, rapping second? If, so, if, if my other running backs are gone, sure. Yeah. I, st- I had Gurley and Julio in my top 12. Mm. I just feel disrespectful not putting Gurley in there. I know. Uh, and I, I have the right to move him down as preseason go. And of course, as we of learn course. more. But I, I feel like disrespectful not. Cause I feel like some people now are just like, uh, taking it to an extreme where he was the runaway number one last year. Mm-hmm. Um, Barkley wound up catching up to him and I think finished number one in fantasy. People, overall. people are, people are definitely, you know, I guess. But concerned. some people are dropping. I've seen them in, um, like, mock, mock articles in the third rounds, which is a little crazy, unless it comes out That's in like, preseason yeah. that he's, like, not getting over. If there's just, like, we're putting a 15-carry limit. Uh, limit game, 15-carry limit on him or something, if they say something like that, then obviously. Yeah. But if it's just, like, he might not be the bell cow anymore, it's like, well... Only like six offenses have bell cows in the NFL anymore. So if they're still going to throw it to him a bunch, yeah, he's such a great receiving threat. Again, that's what you need to be in this league. So, um, yeah, he was one of the three players I had like that people were like putting out like top ten or mm-hmm. actually top first round, even top second round. Uh, that like I think is a um, intriguing name because again. How fucking amazing he was right. during the regular season. What about Adam Thielen for you guys? I had him as my as twelve. Really? Yeah, I think that's pretty high. Pretty I, high. I thought that was kind of low, but like the second. But really, do you want to say your honorable match? So, do you want to just bang off your top twelve real quick, and then right. we can go to honorable match? Yeah, sure. All right, mine was Saquon, Zeke, McCaffrey, Hopkins, Chubb, Kamara. Um, what? Why so low? Because you really yeah, hate the Saints. The you really hate the first Saints. First off, first off, first off. He just fucking hates the Saints. First off. You have no, you have they, no, they, they have, just, have, they, they signed, uh, what's his face to that big get, contract. Um, are you, are you really gonna say Latavius Murray? Yes. Oh, okay. So that's, the, there's, there's Kamara's okay. goal line carries. They're at the window. <laughs> Alright, John. Alright, they're okay, at the go window. Ahead, finish it well. I'm just saying. Finish it well. I mean, I love Kamara. I drafted him in, Pretty much all my leagues last year. I, I won, finish your I twelve. Finish your twelve. I know. We're finish your twelve. Uh, my this is my um, clickbait uh, headline grab guy. Damian Williams, number seven, eight. Melvin Gordon, James Conner, nine. Michael Thomas, ten. Todd Gurley, eleven. Adam Thielen, twelve. Wait. So you, did you? Did I hear DeAndre Hopkins in that twelve? Four. Okay. You him four. Yeah. Wow. Okay. You are. You are. Definitely the um, scattered one of the three of us. But, I mean, can't knock it. It hasn't even been preseason yet. Who, who Listen, are we th- These are my look good in the shorts rankings, though. What did you say? These are my look good in shorts rankings. All these guys look great in shorts. <laughs> I, um, I, I, uh, I do like the Damian Williams. Uh, he was one of, the, one, of, one of the players that I think is being, I don't want to say overlooked, but... He's either going to be overlooked and you'll be able to get him mid-second round and he'll be a league winner, 
or he'll be so overhyped he'll move up and everyone will want to pick him in at like six yeah, so or five or I six. Agree. So the closer it gets, you have to really like at the feel. bottom of the second round, he's not picked. That's you jump on him. Yeah, absolutely. And that offense with Mahomes and Kelsey, it's like you have to. I don't even want to say the other guys right now. Um, but yeah, I like Williams. Uh, the other guy I had was uh, I actually I think Devonta Freeman is uh, a name that hurt a lot of people this past year, including me. Mm-hmm. But now with uh, Tevin Coleman gone, yeah, I think he has the opportunity. I still don't pick him in the top two rounds. Mm-mm. I, I'm not saying he's a top like 12 pick, but if I had him as my RB two, I would feel quite comfortable. I'm fine with that, but he's not in the top 24 for me. I just, I just see him as, I just see him as a good RB two that I think people may overlook because of the injury last year, um, and maybe they think he's fading and the Falcons' offense is fading a bit, but. He is another versatile running back that I, I could see, again, giving you more for more value than I think it, it will, you know, then he'll go. Like, I guess did, you, did you give your top 12? No, I do. I mean, oh, just, yeah, uh, you're right. All right. It was, um, again, Barkley, McCaffrey, Kamara, Elliott, Johnson, Gordon, Hopkins, Connor, Mixon, Bell, Beckham, Thomas. So, like, my first was DeAndre Hopkins. I just like the volume yeah. of the wide receivers. But I would be happy with any of those three wide receivers. Yeah, re- receivers at I that mean, point are, are kind of like whatever. At the, yeah. Um, you actually probably want a top wide receiver. But if you're drafting in the top five, you're going to mm-hmm. have to go running back, I feel, in my opinion. You usually do, right? I mean... not. I mean, not... not uh, it's... It's so important. I mean, Brown used to be the guy you could swear for. Yeah. and But now I feel like the way the game is going and a lot of leagues are leaning PPR and running backs are getting the carries and the catches, that it's just you go with that top guy early to get, like a like now, a Barkley who's going to catch, what, 80 passes a season, right? And get you yeah. 1,500 rushing yards. 900, like, or 800 receiving yards. Like, it just, it's just, it's ridiculous Madden numbers that these running backs are getting you. So, like, that's what you want in your top five. But in the back end of the, of the first round is where you sort of want to grab that, that top tier receiver. So, like, the guy who gets the, the Barkley may falter at his wide receiver one. Oh, yeah. And, you know, it's just, that's why I sort of like to, like you were talking about the back end of this draft is nice because you get a good top running back and a real good top wide receiver. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. And honestly, I'm going with a new, uh, I'm going with a new strategy. I just have a, a very new love, maybe in the last year and a half for tight ends. Mm. I think it's just so important to have a top three tight end. I just see it in every league, every year. The, Teams in the playoffs always have a top tight end, and I think if I pick, if I'm a first, if I'm a top three pick, I want my second pick to be a tight end. I want to grab, I want Ertz or Kelsey and possibly Kittle. I, I, I want Kittle, yeah. a top three tight end. I was gonna say where we, like he he was, Kelsey was one of my uh, honorable mentions. I was like, where would you guys draft Kelsey? But 
it, so this is what I'm saying. If I have a top three pick on the on my second pick, if one of if Ertz or Kelsey are still there, I pick them and possibly Kittle. So basically, top three pick is a so you're looking like bottom second round. You're yeah. gonna grab the tight end, and then I'm a, I'm going to assume either like a top like a like a Damien Williams, or you're gonna go you're definitely gonna go wide receiver after that. Yeah, I think I would uh, unless there unless a, unless a Chubb or Damian Williams was still there, still there. possibly a Dalvin Cook. Um, uh, yeah, but probably <laughs> not. But most likely a wide receiver. Okay, no, I gotta yeah. think somebody like Hilton, Allen, or Thielen will still be left. Uh, maybe a Mike Evans or mm-hmm. even a Mari Cooper. Oh wow, I know, but just hearing that name just. Ugh. No, I know. I'm just saying there's wide receivers to be had. I mean, if Juju slips, Juju's in my top round honorable mention, though. He's uh, a player that's going to not. He's the Steelers, too. He is a top. I think he's going to go in the top of the second round this year. I think a lot of people yeah. love Juju Smith-Schuster. First of all, people just love saying his name. They love he's the a whole, nice guy. They, yeah, exactly. He went to prom with some dude. They wore matching suits. Um, like, everyone hates Antonio Brown now. It's like, Everybody loves Juju Smith, like, and I know. Bike to work. I know in one league, I, I'm I'm in a, a league with a couple Pittsburgh Steelers fans, and there is no fucking way. Yeah. I, I wouldn't doubt this guy trying to draft Juju and James Conner in the same. Fucking you can't. Game. You you always have to to realize the fandom of your uh, of, of your, your league. opponents. Of yeah. course, yeah, you have. But to. those are two good guys to have. So if you pick James Conner, no, so you're thinking course. James Conner's a top eight. If you pick him and get Juju as well, I'm happy. I'm never a fan of drafting from the same team, and I know it could be amazing, you know, with an offense like the Steelers who could put up 35-40 well, a game. But are you – so if you pick Kamara and for some reason Michael Thomas is still there? I'm, act, I'm weird about that. I mean, I may do it, but then may look to trade one because, like, I – Why do you hate the Saints so much? You're going to trade one of their star players? <laughs> it's my – it's – it's my draft strategy. I hate having. First of all, I actually. I'm completely okay with it. I mean, if Hunt didn't get suspended, the uh, fucking Chiefs would have had the top tight end, the top wide receiver, and, and top probably a top three running yeah, back. Yeah, that's true. Like it's if it, the offensive is dynamic, I'm okay with it. It it just it's tough, man. It's. It's really tough. I I honestly I hate just drafting New Orleans Saints in general because I hate. You hate the Saints. Yes. No, I actually, I just hate having to root for that. I hate, I just like rooting for my team to win. I don't like rooting for players on my team to do well in specific fashion. Yeah, but, but if your players do well, then your team has a better chance of winning. I don't, but I don't want it to go like that. I don't want to be like, oh, I want Michael Thomas to get a touchdown. Like, I don't yeah. give a fuck. I want someone to, I want Dan Arnold to get a touchdown. I don't give a fuck. Like, someone score a touchdown. Like, that's all I care. Alright. Uh, Brian, do you, do you want to run through your, uh, sure. any guys that we missed? Or Barkley, Kamara, yeah. McCaffrey, Elliott, Connor, Beckham, Hopkins, Gordon, Adams, Johnson, Julio, Gurley. All right. And uh, do you want me to just start off with my honorable mentions? I'll, I'll yeah, yeah, wanna, yeah, throw a couple honorable. I'll, I'll limit it to six. Okay. <laughs> I'm right. just saying six. Six honorable <laughs> yeah, mentions. Right. I have, and I'll put them in order: Le'Veon, Michael Thomas, obviously Brown. 
Schuster, and then just from you two talking, I had to add. So I, w- I thought I was saying in my mind 16 deep. I'll, I'll move it to 18 because I had to add Chubb and Damian Williams. Ooh. And Damian, yeah. Um, Shit, what was I gonna say? Uh, Julio was in your top twelve. I mean, I just I I put him in honorable mention. I just I see that offense as regressing a little bit and him slowing down. Like he still has the classic, you know, couple blow up games and then kind of tread water at nine point nine ten points for like. That's why. That's why I like a Thomas better than like a a Julio. Is where, especially with Breeze, who again. As John says, cannot throw a deep ball anymore. Um, he is going to catch seven passes, eight passes a game, and they're going to be, and it's going to be for ninety yards. I know. And it's going to be for, and it's going to be for a touchdown. Julio finishes in the top five for wide receivers every single year, but he frustrates know, the know, fuck out of you. <laughs> I know it's because of three games, and it just tricks me every year because I'm like, but he finishes in the top five every year. Look, there's no denying his talent. But I'd rather have Michael Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. And 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 here here it goes. As much as I hate to have Saints, mm-hmm. I'd rather not have Julio Jones and the Falcons. How about this as a new as a, as a new stat for fantasy football? Your but, points per game average minus your top two games. So if what your average is taking off your top two games, because I feel like there's a lot of players that blow up two games or so. And let's just see what your, your points per game is. If you take away your top two, what, yeah, what skews you so much. Well, they'll be garbage. I'll say, or you just do it like how they do figure skating, take out the top two and bottom two. Oh, that too. Uh, that's actually probably better. Take out the top two and bottom. Just so that even so it out. Do just, you think, just don't do fuck you, you think, with your best games. Do you also think that would ones. be a good strategy for drafting? I think so. Take out the extremes on both sides, and you just go for the players who are like just actually consistent. Um, yeah. Consistent players. I wish I wish I had better like Microsoft Excel skills to like work that. I work with an Excel wizard. I could ask him to do yeah. it. Yeah. Dude, people who are good at, like, really good at Excel, like, I'm all right at Excel. Yeah. Like, I can do, like, re- like, I can do, like, regular shit and, like, yeah. some other stuff. But people that are really good at it, it's, like, cool. Like, I mean, Allison actually has learned really well how to, like, manipulate, like, spreadsheets and shit. I have a kid I used to work with who was mm. fucking amazing at it. He's trying, yeah, like, uh, she gives me a thumbs up right now. Um, but yeah, like I would love to like be able to manipulate like all the wide receiver stats over like the course of sixteen games over last year and just fucking remove the top score, the bottom score, and average it all out. We had to do like certificates for um, graduation high school for graduates uh, recently, and got like a jumbled list of a bunch of graduates in all different high schools in the area. And I was like, can you just? Uh put these in alphabetical order by high school and here's their certificate can you merge them on so the certificate prints with a new name every single time and he's like oh yeah no problem I'll give me a minute I'm like oh give me a okay. minute I love it I was like alright I'm gonna I, I have to ask him to teach me how to do this before um I mean I can sort by A to Z that's pretty easy yeah the the, the, <laughs> the, the alphabetical order I can get that but the, that's the nice. for, but for the each high school to do it in alphabetical that's, order yeah, it's not just yeah, yeah. It's just being able to so precisely like uh, 
Well, I guess it does. It's not too hard because you would do alphabetical, and then you would search for. Then you would take out each high school, and then. We gotta make. But um, I don't know how to do the mail merge. How to do it so it prints on a. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty rough. It prints as a new name every time you print it, so you yeah. don't have to go in and type a new name every time. You know, if you look at Excel, like if someone just opens up Excel, and you've never, if you've never seen the program before, and you looked at it, and you like, this looks like a pretty basic program, but man, it's really, really like, like in like it's in depth. There's so much. There's so much going on in this standard looking spreadsheet. Yeah, like you could do so much with it. It's insane. So. All right. Um, our Excel corner. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Um, all right. So my my um, honorable mentions. Uh, first was Odell. I just I, I dropped him a little bit just because I didn't know, um, what I don't know his his uh, target share is going to be going down a lot. I feel like it's just, it's just even with like all his all those, all those slant routes that he could just exploit and just run for seventy yards. I feel like are going to be there even more. I feel like you think so. Yeah, because he's not going to get as much attention. I'm yeah. just, I'm just happy somebody's going to be able to throw it deep to him. Yeah, that's fair. All right. My so, only question with yeah. him is his health. He's yeah. proven that he can be hit or miss on health. Yeah, that's true. Um, all right, and then Le'Veon Bell, Tony Brown. Uh, I guess, I guess, if we're going in order, I go Juju. David Johnson, Julio, and Travis Kelsey. Man, really hating David Johnson. It's just, it's just he hasn't done it in a couple of years, and like, like I know, like there's all the hype around Cliff Kingsbury. And Name his quarterback last year. What? Josh Rosen. It's it's <laughs> and, fair and though. Kyler Murray, I mean, no, but like I, I'm I'm okay with him being down on Johnson. I think uh, he is the riskiest top of the draft pick. Also, uh, anybody. He is the player I would risk the most on, though. I think in that like risky player. Like yeah, pool. You would, he is the riskiest though. Um, he was not very good last year. No, not at all. Um, what about Marlon Mack? Are we, are, Love him. Like I say, like I was very close on to including him on my top sixteen list. He like the he's the, interesting. The Colts are gonna be really <laughs> good, probably. I I watched you know like I picked up Mack later on last year. Mm. And I watched a bunch of games, the Colt games, and it was sometimes baffling to me how they used him. Hmm. Um, but their was, o, their O line is so good. But he was, but he's really good. And I watched a lot of times where they would just take him out um, for multiple plays for Naheem Hines, mm-hmm. who is not nearly as dynamic as Mac, and it would just be just baffling where you needed like, you know, you're like a third and four, third yeah. and five, and you don't have Mac in the game where who could run the ball outside and catch the ball. It, I, it just... I mean, not, uh, he's not... He wasn't Naeem being, Hines had a few really, really good games. I, I know, I know, but Mac, I feel, is much more I, dynamic and needed to be used more. And, and they ended up using him more in, uh, right near the end, and... I yeah. have to think though, because he had nagging injuries the yeah. whole season, and finally kind of got healthy near the end. But he had that he game. He was in and out. But that, that first game where he had like a shit ton of, uh, yeah, like two, three touchdowns. He was like going off, and then after that, they. they I mean, he was, he was probably banged up. I don't know. I, I just uh, I, like I, I like him. I like him as a, a as a, another sneaky end of the second. Nice O line. 
One of the top if I QBs. If could get him at the top of the third, I'd mm. be very, very Oh, yeah. RB2, great. Yep, yep. Definitely. Uh, okay, did you give your honorable mentions? Um, yeah, I mean, I just... I threw, like... I saw you a couple yeah. out there uh, with the girly and the fucking... Um, uh, Damien Williams. Uh, you want to throw a couple more out there. Um, we're not talking, like, top top 12, just honorable... Yeah, like from, like, 13 to... Uh, 18. Any guys we haven't mentioned? I mean, a Keenan Allen. There's one guy that... Oh, Keenan Allen, say, yeah. Our boy who we've dropped this season. Keenan Allen? Yeah. Look, don't get me wrong. Keenan Allen... I Listen, look, I like him. He, he, he does start out slow a lot. Look, he's a talented motherfucker. And I think he was very frustrated earlier on in the year. That they had <laughs> and they had some good players making some good plays getting open, and Phil Rivers was not focusing on him. So I, I honestly see this as a bounce back year for Keenan Allen. So if you want, I think well, I guess it kind of has to be a bounce back, right? Because he was very, very top of the second round last year and did not produce, and was a little well, bit well for, for that. Yeah, um, but if he was my wide, he, I don't. I would not feel comfortable wide receiver one, Keenan Allen. No. But wide mm-hmm. receiver two, 100%. I, mean, I feel like I that's it. That's a, that's a sweet spot. 100% would love that. Um, just rolling through a couple names. Uh, yeah, and I, I don't want to go too far into it yet. Get a lot of players I'm like, I'm like, I really would love to talk about, but I'm going to hold off as we are just only in June, and not even in summer yet. We're still June eighteenth. So, all right. Um, all right. So that that's our that's our round one preview. Uh, other other football news. Uh, Jets finally got a GM after firing their GM after the draft. Which, <laughs> I mean, I made fun of a lot, and a lot of other people made fun of them a lot for that timing, rightfully so. But. They're, they ultimately made the right decision. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they should have done it when they fired Bulls and not hired a head coach who kind of became the interim GM and did like a power play. But yeah, McCarron needed to go. Like I, I did, I went through all his drafts on Twitter and like he, there's like eight guys from his like five drafts that are still on the team. So not not a great, not a great a uh, not a great retention um, percentage by him. And one of his best moves is finding Robbie Anderson on uh, as an undrafted free agent. Um, well, uh, Rod Smart uh, has been found safe. Oh, that's good. So uh, well, nice and that's timely. Nice. Yeah, they, uh, they, he, he was missing. <laughs> he was for um, <laughs> missing uh, South Carolina. My friend posted something so stupid to make me laugh. I don't know. It just random. He was like, "Well, like, he hate me." More like he found me. I don't know why. But maybe, <laughs> that's that made me that that's, made, that's that's so bad. dumb. But like, just seeing it made me laugh when he when he posted it. But you know, uh, let's see. It's nice that he's safe. Yeah. Also, where are the Saints finding all this money for Cam Jordan and Michael Thomas extensions? Oh, always the hate. Why are you just hating? I'm just, on no, the Saints? I'm, uh, it's more of like, oh wow, good job by them. Because Mickey Loomis and Joan Payton love just like figure out how to like just push stuff off, and they constantly just push stuff off. Every it's gonna come back at some point. There's like you know that's to the that, point where they that's can't, a problem. That's a problem for for two years. In, from now. in ten years, they're not gonna be able to field an entire roster. First off, ten years. 
are five years, they're not going to be able to field an entire roster. Okay. They're going to have to play with, like, seven players on the field, because that's how bad they probably push everything back. Hmm. But look, whatever. Oh, McCown retired. Ah, uh, yeah. He's 40 years old, going to be. Gonna focusing. Be on ESPN. Focusing solely on porn and pancakes now. Um, yeah, I mean, it's pretty Did you legit. say porn and pancakes? Yep. He's like a rec- he's a recovering uh, porn addict. That's not a real thing. So he started a uh, a porn awareness group or anti porn awareness group. I guess all these guys know about. Everyone knows about porn. You don't need a awareness group <laughs> yeah, for porn. <laughs> just porn. Porn's so good, man. We just need more awareness around it. You need to be aware of the porn that's out there. Have you heard about this porn thing? Wait, what? But yeah, apparently it's like they they meet and they talk about porn and have pancakes. That sort of sounds like they just like hang out and they struggle jerk and eat pancakes. First off, so <laughs> if you're if you're suggesting they play a game of Ookie Cookie with a pancake in the middle, <laughs> that's probably what they're doing. <laughs> no, don't ruin pancakes. <laughs> um, I love pancakes. Wait, so is that something I misheard or and you're just making this up? No, that's a hundred percent true. Kind of believing it. It's a hundred percent true. <laughs> He, he's very anti-porn, which is why he has like 10 kids. But um, also, Terry Crews is very anti-porn. I don't know if you knew that. Why are people so anti? I, I, I get I, I honestly, like, I, mean, I, I honest, get why. Like, it's not anti-porn, I, it's like... I get why. Like, porn addiction is like, don't do that. Don't do porn addiction. Some, <laughs> don't, don't do it. Don't do porn addiction. Some star just admitted having a porn addiction um, and getting over it. David it was du- a woman. David Duchovny. <laughs> it was David Duchovny a few years ago. I mean, ago. Terry Crews says his porn addiction almost ended his marriage. Yeah. Um, uh, David Duchovny has a sex addiction, I thought. Oh, but, man, um, I thought that was just his Californication character. It was a woman. Oh, Jada Pinkett Smith. Really? Huh. She had a porn addiction before uh, Will Smith. Before Will Smith? It was unhealthy. Interesting. Huh. Okay. Um, so old school porn. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Really good diving into dump, you know, some CD back, all back right, rooms. All right. All right. Let's see. Anything else? Uh, Andy, do you want to talk about your uh, your whale video that went viral because oh, yeah, you started Brian, closing so much? Did, did, did we talked to you about this. I saw it. Yep. I commented on that's it. Right, we had a right. little discussion. That's right. It's been a while. It's been a while. You're it's been just a while. so famous that you forgot about it. I know. I just forget about the little people. Um, Basically, yeah. it sounded like you were on an episode of Jerry Springer. All right. So, and, uh, all right. like your wow, baby daddy Bob, got brought out Bob, and he yeah. doesn't want to pay anything. So let's, all right. So let's start. It was, uh, Memorial, Memorial Day. We were coming back from Sandy Hook on a, on a little small boat, uh, with a few friends and family. And, um, we thought we saw, what we thought was a pack of dolphins. So we're like, oh, this is pretty cool. It's because, you know, we saw them A cra- pack of dolphins? What are they called? Uh, shit. Uh, yeah, exactly. So a school? Fu- a school of dolphins? So, so go fuck a yourself. gaggle. Yeah, a gaggle. A gaggle of dolphins. A murder not, of... Do- it's a murder of dolphins. A, I think a dollop of no, dolphins. It's a mur- the dollop of dolphins. I really like that. Um, <laughs> Which one is a dollop? Somebody's a dollop. A daisy. dollop of daisy. dollop of daisy. It's sour cream. It's sour cream. A cottage cheese. A pod. It's called a pod. A pod. It is a pod? Now we know it's a pod. I thought a pod, pod, pod was right. only whales. All right. So anyway, we thought we saw a bunch of dolphins coming up, you know, cresting above the uh, the waterline. And then we see what is obviously a humpback whale come out of the water. 
and like you know like grab a bunch of fish. So we like all fucking freak out. Yeah. And we they were like turn the boat around, turn the boat around, and we start sort of following them because you could see the fish like just coming out of the water. Yeah. Like, and you could see at that point, you then know where the it's whales like coming out of. Frenzy. Yeah. So we just got two humpback whales, and we just lose our minds. Allison starts taking uh, video. And <laughs> there was, was one, it was there was one comment where it uh, sounds like so that one lady sounds like she's on a roller coaster. I don't know if it was Allison screaming or Heather. No, it's Heather. <laughs> and, uh, so they yeah they call her like roller coaster mom, and that's actually <laughs> funny. So actually, Allison renamed uh, uh, Heather's name in her phone roll, uh, RC for roller coaster because nice. she sounded like whoa like that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. So if you go to ng.com and search for whales in New Jersey, it's um, the one with like eighty bleeps. Yeah, um, we were also on the Pix 11 News at 10. Where it's um, just, they... They cut out everything that was... They just silenced it, so it's just like, oh my... It was, uh... Holy... Yeah, we were... We were so... We were, uh... We were hated on a lot by Andrew.com. I will, I will thank John for defending us a lot. Oh, no, no, no I wasn't defending you. I was like, to listen to this clown curse uncensored, go to Fantasy Lens. No, on Andrew.com, you, like, ripped this lady to shreds, because, like, she said something, and then you, like, found her Facebook post where she cursed and shit, <laughs> and you were like, hey, oh, how about man, this, bitch? Yeah, so John... Your dad was defending you a lot, too. Uh, your dad's... Your... Yours... Your... Who's dead? My um, uh, Anthony's dead. <laughs> my uh, uh, we had random people defending us because people were just getting like, look, it was natural excitement. I've never seen whales in the wild. It was a, it was just pure pure elation, like. But it was it was a, it was fun. Whatever, I don't give a shit. It was fun. So yeah, so we saw whales. It's pretty cool. It's pretty got cool. nice like quarter million views on that. Uh, on that, on just on NJ.com. On NJ. Probably more than a million people watched that video at some point. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Uh, let's see. Anything else? Oh, before we go to a uh, different sport, I, I, have a, I have a late night thought. I don't know why. Um, well, actually, no, I do know. I was watching a nature documentary, and it was about, it was actually about whales, and it was about, like, uh, about finding, like, how many whales are getting washed up on shore, and they all have, like, you know, plastic bags and trash in their stomachs. So I was thinking, why don't we just either fire all our trash out into space, slash the sun, or just dump it into volcanoes? Well, you dump it into volcanoes, I mean, I'm assuming it's going to let off some sort of... But wouldn't it be so hot it would just, like, burn up any, like, fumes? I don't, I'm not going to pretend I'm smart enough to know how the volcanoes work. Yeah. I have to say that there's definitely big cost issues with both of them. First, it's getting people to volcanoes. Yeah. Uh, a helicopter flying above it to dump it off, and then it's well, sending up a bunch of space. Well, the, yeah. the space is I, I that's that, like Futurama. That, yes, the space one I know that's a little bit that's a little bit expensive. That's very Futurama esque where they threw the, Honestly, the big garbage in space. The, uh, they send satellites up to space all the time. The volcano volcanoes might be just as expensive. Uh, all that plane fuel, uh, helicopter fuel. You'll I don't think that you're gonna get. Just randos climbing up volcanoes. Well, can we just, just get like, like an doing get like a supercut of uh, Lord of the Rings or something? <laughs> I think <laughs> I think you're gonna have to do flyovers. Just get like two really tough hobbits just to carry all the trash up to a volcano, or just get like a little like a um uh like you know that air that airport quick sidewalk thing moving just, sidewalk. Yeah, just the moving sidewalk up the volcano. I just have it filled with trash. All right, hours. I like that. It's like the modern day building a pyramid. Just have like bricks in your hand and have a moving sidewalk <laughs> on the pyramid and put a brick down. 
It would be nice to just send it out into the sun and just let it burn up in the, uh... You know. Well, yeah, I mean, I was saying the sun is just... Because it burns up and we don't have to deal with the fumes or anything. Sure. I guess we couldn't do everything in the volcano, but... <laughs> we'll picture a little bit of A, a little bit of B. Probably. Very costly, though. Probably <laughs> just... Um, probably less costly to just stop using plastic and stuff. Yeah, that's probably your best bet. To stop oh, using yeah, plastic. I mean... We're trying. We're trying. You're still there, so that's fine. Um, well, I just like, uh, I, I think recycling is like a, uh, I love recycling and I just have this suspicion and I kind of, I've had this suspicion for a while and I think I was kind of vindicated because recently in the last few years, Japan, I mean, not Japan, China, um, tightened its recycling regulations, um, which is, made the cost of recycling in the U.S. because we send all our shit to Japan. Uh, I mean to China. Why do I keep saying Japan? We send all of our recycling to China, almost all of it. Um, China what? has tightened its regulations. They're not re- recycling what they used to um, because it's just not actually good for the environment to recycle some stuff. And recycling in the U.S. has become so much more expensive. And some cities are actually canceling it. Like Philadelphia, I think, uh, ended recycling. Um, because it's just, it's just, they say it's easier to just do landfills now because it used to be a cost effective thing. So for the longest time, I thought we were just sending all our shit to China and they were, uh, dumping it for us. So it was just like, we weren't making anything better. We were just like, had a guilt free conscience saying, well, we're <laughs> recycling. Who knows what happens to it in the next time. Yeah. And I feel like I was kind of vindicated. Because now China comes out with this whole list of things that are like, yeah, this we can't actually recycle this stuff. So it's like we've been sending you this, like anything that food touches, you can't recycle. What? Um, yeah, like a pizza box, like a box or takeout food or something. You're not supposed to recycle any of that shit. Um, anything that food touches, uh, you're really not. Or like grease or stuff, you're not really supposed to recycle. Plastic, you're definitely not supposed to recycle. Plastic bags are probably the worst thing possible for recycling. Um, so we're just sending all this trash to China, and they were just <laughs> what the fuck is doing shit to it. To it. Well, to, so I mean, that, they, that makes you feel better about the world. I mean, they have, they have the space, so it's all right. Nothing feels yeah, make, so. nothing makes me feel good about the world. <laughs> Wait, so what, See, we're, and, we're and, all, and all, this tale might not completely be fucked. accurate, but I have talked to recycling people about it in my old profession, and um, they have told me about cancellations and. Uh, how recycling is getting more expensive because of China. And yeah. It, uh, I think about 85% of what I said is true. So I'll, I'll say, just give I, you that caveat. I mean, that's I, a pretty good percentage nowadays. I have heard that like a lower percentage of what we actually recycle actually gets recycled. So like, yeah, I mean, you think you're doing the right thing, which is always, I guess, I guess that that's part of good. You know, like you think you're doing the right thing. It's like giving a homeless man a dollar, yeah. thinking he's gonna buy it on food, but instead he's gonna spend it on crack. Like, you, know, you think you crack. think you're doing the right thing. Yeah, but, it's you know? just out of your mental consciousness. Yeah. It doesn't matter what exactly. happens to it next. Exactly. <laughs> you think you're doing the right thing. <laughs> also, my apartment complex—they say they recycle, but they definitely don't recycle. They're like, oh yeah, just like we, we sort it. I'm like, there's no way you guys fucking. Well, sort like, it, it was shit. like uh, so basically it's just cardboard. But then all of cord- cardboard apparently, 
It's like half half of the cardboard recycling is pizza boxes, so that they can't get recycled now, anyways. Well, it was like um, the just, person who just filmed the other the the goodwill person just throwing all the donations right into the dumpster. You see that? Oh well, I'm sure some of that shit like is like soiled and like so old. No I know, so like you know when you drop off those like clothing donation bins, yeah. I was told those like never get anywhere. They just cut up all the clothing and just like fucking get rid of it. <laughs> like. Why would they cut it? I don't know. Like, ask your, your parents always tell me, never drop off of those clothing uh, bins, because they never, they actually never end up using the clothes. Hmm. Yeah. So, I'd rather donate it to, like, the Lupus Society or something like that, I guess. Yeah, like a homeless shop. Or, like, a homeless shop. There. Yeah, something, yeah. Well, look, there's, like, now, like, these, like, like fashion cons- people. Or a consignment shop yeah. or something. Uh, there's, like, these uh, fashion people now in, in obviously, Brooklyn. Um, they take Shock. old, like, donated clothing Cut them up into strips and make like high fashion shit out of it. I would never give it to them. They just take it. <laughs> they, they don't ask it. They just take fucking Brooklyn. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, anyway, now that we're, uh, can we get off recycling? Oh, yeah, sure. But it's a very, I mean, it's a very important topic. Not for this podcast. <laughs> well, maybe we need to start a recycling podcast. <laughs> I, I'm sure, I bet you if we get to the bottom of recycling, it would be a lot more interesting than like anyone would have thought. We could do like a NPR podcast about recycling. Just I mean, it's, and use, it's like, very customs. interesting to me. Can we do an expose? Yeah. On, on, uh, the true on story those. behind recycling. <laughs> I think it's cool that some, uh, cities have like Portland, Oregon has, uh, machines that you could put your bottles in and you get you get the dough for it. You know how, like New York, that, like, New York, seven states that you wasn't could, that how it used to be. Well, it's certain states. Yeah, New York, you have five they cents. For, you, uh, yeah, they give you five cents a mm-hmm. bottle. But I like how there's now machines just like on streets in uh, Portland yeah. where you like drop in your bottles and get the cash. That always annoyed me. It's like I would never go to the machines or in like the supermarkets where you get the five cent refund. Yeah. So every time you'd buy a six pack of beer, it'd be like, oh, eight ninety nine, oh plus thirty cents. Go fuck yourself. Like every time you go to like a fucking beer distributor, because they charge you for the five fucking cents for each well, bottle. That's, a, that's ridiculous. No, that's how it works. And they charge you for the five cents for each. So it's like, oh, this is but this eight pack, this six pack is eight ninety nine. Okay, plus thirty cents. Five dollars, mm-hmm. five cents. I didn't know that. Yeah. Don't like that. Don't yeah. like that. That's like New Jersey was thinking about. Um, it got. Well, it got voted on and then vetoed. They were going to do a five-cent tax on plastic bags. So when you go out shopping, um, it, you know, they, they disguise all this stuff as – Long Island has that. Long Island has that, yep. And they say, this is environmental. Um, we're trying to lower the plastic bag, uh, the amount of plastic bags that people use at grocery stores and stuff. But it's not environmental. It's for the tax money because no one's stopping using – People who, like, we don't, I mean, we we do our shopping bags as much as we can, but a lot of times we just go out and don't have them on us. And we should really keep them in the trunk, but whatever, that's another story. Uh, we could be better people. Um, <laughs> but the five cent thing isn't changing anyone's habits. No one's habits are changing because of the extra 50 cents at a grocery store. Not, not one person, not, no matter how poor you are. I don't care. Your habits aren't changing for that. It's just tax money. If you want to change something, just ban them. 
I like this. Like, only... I'd much rather you ban them than start taxing. Them I like this. I'm just not going to pay attention to five it. cents. When I was in Long Island, like I bought a bunch of groceries or like beer or whatever, and the guy's like, "How many plastic bags do you want?" I was like, "I don't, I don't know." Like, is that for me to decide? Like, how many plastic <laughs> bags I want? So the guy's like, "I'm like two." He goes, "Okay, that's fifty cents." I was like. Okay. It's like I literally got charged 50 cents for two plastic bags to put two six packs of beer in. I'm like, this motherfucker. That guy definitely just scammed you. <laughs> yeah. And then I got charged. And then I got charged the 30 cents per fucking <laughs> six pack because of the fucking the goddamn that thing. It, it was, it's ridiculous. It's just ridiculous. ban him. At that point, just ban him. Just don't, just take him out. That's that, what I like. That I like, guy definitely just pocketed I like, uh, so cents. like, we went to the Disney store in uh, the uh, mall before, uh, this past weekend, and they basically said, we don't use plastic bags anymore. They go, but if you want to buy a Disney reusable bag, it's 99 cents. Or you could just carry your shit out the way you have it. I like that. Because a Disney reusable bag, it's actually a pretty solid bag. Yeah. But if you don't want it, and you already have another plastic bag from another store in the mall, also, I'm just saying, throw like, right how, in how many other bags do you have in the mall? Like, I, I just stuff bags into other bags when I'm at the mall. Yeah, but so if you already had a plastic bag, then you can yeah. shove your shit into that bag and you were good. But if you wanted to buy a nice reusable yeah. bag for 99 cents, then you fucking do it. That's fine. I like that. Because you're not going to reuse the 25 cent plastic bag that I bought at the fucking grocery store. Mm-mm. And that way you know that there's, that nobody else is getting a plastic bag. Yeah. Like, I don't, like, I might not pay. I might not pay and not get it, but then other people are going to pay. And what what kind of change do you really make? Just ban them. Just get them out. Get them out of there. We don't need them. We'll, we'll adapt. I promise you we'll all adapt, all adapt. Yep. if we ban plastic bags. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but then you'll get some people like plastic bags are like, you know, vital to our way of life. America is built on plastic bags and all that shit. Oh, yeah, and the plastic lobby is going to come Oof. out in full force against it. America was built on plastic bags. I like that. Paul, Paul Revere, <laughs> he used a plastic bag during his midnight run. Well, I saw um, a columnist I used to know hmm. uh, when this was going through New Jersey. He wrote a column that was like uh, – and he's actually a good writer. I, I like his writing, but this one was silly. Um, and I wasn't sure if it was facetious or not, but knowing him, it wasn't. But he wrote a column like bl- blaming this on the elites and saying they never knew, like saying that they don't know the real use of plastic bags, which is to keep under your sink and use for everyday around the house stuff, like to put in your garbage bags or to pick up dog poop. Or to like. That's what I use it for, actually. Do stuff like that. He's like, if you ban these, the elites don't know how to really use plastic bags. And it's like, okay. Wow. I mean. Got a little bit of a point, but. I do like using. I mean, to be fair, the, the, the picking up the pet poop angle of it as a, as a new bunny owner, I, I very much appreciate, appreciate that. I do tell us the like, degradable poop bags. So yeah. well, like, oh, so, so, oh yeah. I'm sorry, you're so much better. So I used to use doggy poop bags. Like, I used to go like to the, like Home Goods and buy like the poop bags. But like, it just became not cost effective for me. I mean, I would do it if I had to. Um, also, but, your dog poops like three times per walk. Yeah, no, nah, she poops a lot. So uh, when Allison uses the, the, the reusable <laughs> bags, three like, times a walk. Yeah, no, nah, she poops. A lot. She she's a weird pooper. Like she doesn't like to poop all at once. 
Just like she doesn't like to pee all at once. So she like poops in spots. She pees in spots. Well, uh, no, dog. the pee is completely normal. Yeah, well, I, I, dogs always do that. But she will pooping. not. Yeah, she will not fully poop in one spot. She'll poop. She'll walk about another like fifty feet and she'll do another poop. And then your like, dog's a psychopath. Yeah, yeah. Well, she's Japanese. I don't know what that means. <laughs> well, that was very <laughs> racist. Whoa! Throwing all J- Japanese. Um. Creatures under the bus. I, I, guess. I mean, to be fair, she also didn't like my grandpa, and that was probably probably <laughs> because he occupied Japan for a while. He was in, Did he, your grandpa call you? Oh, I don't want to say that. He fought in the Pacific uh, front of World War Two, and she and her name is um, Zero, which is the short for Mitsubishi Zero. So, well, I'm just hoping your grandpa didn't call your dog any like. You know, Clint Eastwood type slurs. Uh, I mean, he he was a man from a certain generation that had to fight that. People. No, but I, I he wasn't too happy when she when he first saw my dog and he asked me what her name was and I said zero and then I explained like why the, she was like named plane. why she was named like the airplane zero. that he had to dodge. I'm sure like, multiple times. He was he was not too excited that I named my dog after a World War II Japanese airplane. Um, but she's a Japanese dog. What am I gonna do? She's you know. She's either that or Godzilla, and she's definitely not a Godzilla. She's too quiet. Too quiet. Yeah, she's she's too cute for a Godzilla. So, what? <laughs> What's your dog's name? U-boat. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, what my friend who's um, half German. He's got a. All right. Well, he's half. He says he's half German, half Italian, half uh, Scottish. That makes sense. I know. But um, he's got a giant German eagle on his back and a a giant uh, Roman centurion soldier with like a wolf head on top and uh, SPQR and like the Roman leaves around it on his chest, like that's like a foot long. Um, his dog was named Panzer, like the, oh, the tank. tank, tank yeah, yeah. Ah. Not bad. I yeah, mean, Panzer cool. and uh, Luftwaffe are playing each other. <laughs> yeah, that's pretty cool, actually. Luftwaffe is actually not a bad name, yeah. Luftie! Luftwaffe. There's a lot of worse things if you had a German Shepherd you would, if you would call, you'd call it. So, um, those two aren't that bad. Yes. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, look, I think Zero's not a bad name. Everyone likes it. Everyone thinks when I when I tell people it's my the, dog, the night, uh, nightmare before Christmas yeah. dog. That's what everyone thinks when I say my dog is named Zero. They think I named it after that. But little they know, it's after a Japanese warplane made by Mitsubishi. <laughs> um, all right, you need to get a little kamikaze. Yeah, she is. Uh, I actually have a uh, a jet or a, a World War Two plane. Uh, the plane uh, costume is Halloween cute. costume for her, but it's an American. I was say you have a jet. It's an it's an American plane though, but she she wears it and it's really cute. <laughs> she fucking hates it. She hates anything you put on her. Yeah. Oh yeah. I I've yet to meet the dog that is like completely chill in costume. Oh, some dogs are pretty unfazed by it, but she just fucking hates it. Oh my god. I love I love the dog costumes where it looks like they have the arms in the front and then oh, they walk oh. over. Th- those get me every time. I want to get the little jockey to put on her. Oh, the jockey. Yeah. <laughs> my dog doesn't move when you put stuff on her. She has one sweater, one winter sweater she will wear gladly, and she loves it, and she'll <laughs> run around in it, and winter. she's obsessed with her winter sweater. Anything else, she will not move. She'll just stand there like Frozen. Know, like you're about to do something weird to her. We, we try to put like reindeer ears on her during Christmas or elf ears or like 
Easter Bunny ears during Easter, and like she just fucking just sit down, just stare at you, and she won't fucking move. And she's like, "What? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you doing? To me? <laughs> what the fuck are you doing to me?" But yeah, my dogs. My dog's not really a dog. She's she's a cat. She's, <laughs> she acts like a cat, and she's gone. She's gone for good. Uh, I think we're good. I think we. Uh, yeah. I think we stopped Wait, talking about what. What. You said your dog's gone for good? No, like, she's gone. She's like, she was. She came in for about 30 seconds of pets and then 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 she's gone for good. Oh, I thought you were breaking some really terrible news. No, no, no. I would never joke about that. Never joke about that. Also, there's another dog movie where, like, the dog, like, guides a family and then then the dog obviously dies at the end. Not watching any of that garbage. How many dog movies do we need right now? Very very much garbage. You know, they, all they're doing. Is trying to make you cry, and it's stupid, cause it's the cheapest, it's the cheapest cry you'll ever get. Cause obviously I'm gonna cry when the dog dies, so it, you didn't, you don't deserve my cry, you didn't make a good movie for it. You like I'm gonna cry, but you didn't earn this cry. The you, best, you didn't earn these tears out of my, out the, of my eyes. The, the best animal movies are this, in no specific order. Homeward, Homeward Bound, Bound, Milo and Otis, and fucking Babe. look who, and look who's talking now. Oh, I was gonna say Babe Piggins. Look who's Babe. talking Babe now. Babe is pretty good. Look who's talking now with Bruce Willis as the voice of a dog. Oh, uh, yeah, that one. Yeah. I can't. I can't say that's not a great movie. So those are the ones. What, what, what was my little Otis? That was with the cat and the dog. Okay. Mm-hmm. It, it was old. It was like I think you. It was probably came out in like nineteen, like eighty nine, like nineteen. No, so I don't think I ever yeah. saw it. I mean, Homer Bound. Homer Bound. Homer I've watched up to twenty times. I'm like sure. those. Those I'm are a probably big Oliver and Company fan. Hmm? That's a good one too. I'll, Be- I'll... Beethoven, Beethoven with all those, oh, with all yeah, those masses. Beethoven. Beethoven. You, you know what I don't like about Beethoven? The second Beethoven reference on this podcast that we've made. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like that. Um, it was my first introduction to Stanley Tucci. And yes. Oh. Yes. This was this was probably ten years to to like trust him again. Oh, the Tucci. This was exactly what we talked about and the last time. Yeah, this is exactly yeah. why we, we don't. This is why we don't bring up Beethoven. I don't, I don't, <laughs> we talk into circles about the same shit. Because we, no, I'm just saying, I I love Stanley Tucci. I love it Stanley Tucci. Too Nugent. long to trust him. You know, I actually speak right, before we before we end this podcast. Mm. Um, I was I want to say forced, but it was on uh, the movie Devil Wears Prada. Yeah, and, and uh, Stanley Tucci is in that, mm-hmm. and he's really fucking good in that movie. Okay, I'm just saying, like the Tooch is the Tooch is good in anything. Just saying, even a movie I don't give a shit about, he's good. In. <laughs> okay, <laughs> about Stanley Tucci. Right, yeah, yeah, fine. Yeah, so. he's a good guy. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. He's a good actor. Um, all right. So since we stopped talking about football about 30 minutes ago, um, yeah, we're back. Uh, I think the next thing we should start working towards is doing positional rankings. Yes. Um. So yes. So I'll we'll get Allison to do with their well, average without their top two. Yeah, if games. I can get Allison to make some sort of Excel spreadsheet for us, that'd be amazing. Um, so as long as put it, I'll, I'll put it in the data. She can just organize it. And if you can put it in the data, that'd be great. She could probably organize it. Yeah. Um, uh, but I think we'll, I think we'll start with quarterbacks. Mm. Um, what maybe in like uh, two weeks? Come back with uh, come back with some quarterback rankings. We'll figure it out. Yeah. But let's say. Next thing we're going to start doing is positional rankings. we got to start getting ready for, you know, moving towards the draft. I mean, well, yeah, obviously. Because going to be July. We do one. Yeah, we're obviously. One, one a week, and there's going to be mock draft season before yeah, we know it. And exactly. So we got to do our live mock draft like we always do. Um, 
which is obviously I lose my mind when we try to get into, <laughs> into, <laughs> into uh, the same thing. But yeah, so this is it. We're getting there. Uh, we're two months away from people actually drafting, right? Nice. The end of October, uh, the end of October, the end of August, middle of August, middle of August, of August. so we're, we're, we're here. We're back. Ah, oh, this is the time of year, man, that I love the most. So, God, uh, I, can't, I can't wait for. I'm getting excited. I, it's so it's so far away still, but I'm getting excited. Yeah, but this is it. This is this is the build up. This is all the build up for the season. And John is our returning current champion. champion. Not returning champion. Your current champion. Well, I'm also returning. He's a current champion. You will be. You will be dethroned easily. Um, okay. Oh, you no, know, I gotta put my bunny in the in the cup. That's gonna be that. That actually pretty good. Um. So yeah. So let's get ready. Uh. And we will be back in a couple of weeks with our QB rankings. And oh, sorry, dear Lord, I did, not, I did not mean to do John, that. John, you are not allowed to hold on to that anymore. So yeah, so we'll be back in a couple of weeks. We are Fantasy Lens, as you know us. We are on, on iTunes, all over the place. So just find us, and we will be back with our QB rankings and getting ready for the 2019 football season. And before we go. Um... The Tooch as the dad in Easy A, really like it. All I have to say, that's it. Never, never saw Easy A. The Tooch.